Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome to the Connecting with Coincidence radio show with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, bringing together the world's synchronicity experts to help you use meaningful coincidences to develop spiritually, psychologically, and practically. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence into your web browser to find the book, website, Psychology Today blog, YouTube channel, and Facebook page. And now, here is the host of the Connecting with Coincidence radio show, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome. I'm Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, and this is Connecting with Coincidence. And to start off with a story, because we're talking today with Alessandra Milas, a philosophy professor, and we're going to answer some difficult questions about coincidences, about how do you know the coincidence incidents are separate from each other, that they are independent. And here's the story. In 2015, Sharon Hewitt Rollett was thinking intensely about an old friend with whom she had lost contact. She was on a weekend getaway in Pennsylvania with some college friends. The old friend was living in France, where she had spent much time. Both the friend and France were heavily on her mind. As she and one of her college friends were searching for the supermarket to buy provisions for their evening meal, her companion pulled out her smartphone and asked it for the nearest grocery store. The phone displayed a list of grocery stores in the immediate vicinity, as it should. But when Sharon took the phone and tapped map to find the closest store, the stores it displayed were all labeled E. Leclerc, 
the name of a French supermarket chain. One of the towns was Carhe. Her companion had never used her phone for directions in France. So how did this happen? As she later found out, her French friend, at the same time this happened on her cell phone, was less than two miles away from Carhe on that same day. Their subsequent discussion helped her heal an old wound and gave her much peace and joy. So there are two incidents here. One, that the phone in Pennsylvania mapped a French location and that her friend in France was there on the same day while Sharon was in Pennsylvania. So we're going to talk today with Alessandra Milas, who graduated in philosophy at the University of Bologna. She received her PhD with a dissertation in causal realism in quantum mechanics at the University of Sassari. She was visiting researcher at the philosophy department of Rutgers University. She, is, she currently collaborates with the University of Sassari where she carries out research concerning, get this, metaphysics of science and the philosophy of science. And what she does is deals mainly with causality, causal models and chance and that all that has to do with coincidences and she has written several papers on coincidences which will be hard for you to understand because i don't get them quite yet either but these are basic philosophical notions we need to understand about coincidences corneau's notion of hazard an objective conception of chance an ontic conception of chance in Monod's non-theological evolutionary biological theory. Another one, absolute coincidences and Salman's interactive fork model. And the final one I'm listing is the shape of absolute coincidences, Salman's interactive fork model as shape of coincidental processes. There are coincidences mentioned in here, and we're going to figure out just what Alessandra is talking about. Welcome to the show. Alessandra? Yes. Welcome. Uh Welcome to the show. Uh, hi, Bernie. So this is a very nice and uh, generous presentation. <laughs> Thank you and thanks uh, to all of the people who are uh, listening too. Uh, I'm quite glad to talk with you today and I feel like a star <laughs> in some sense. Well, we, you will be a star, especially if you can help us understand <laughs> what it is that you're doing. But before you get into the specifics of separating out coincidental processes mm -hmm. as, as independent or f trying to figure that out. How did you get interested in, as a philosopher in coincidences? Um, so, um, as you know, probably um, we can find many definitions of coincidences, but the most popular ones uh, come from the French tradition. Few years ago, I fell in love with a definition of coincidence that Jacques Monod gave in his Chance and Necessity. Le hasard et la nécessité is the original title of the, the book. Uh, actually, I knew about Monod's definition of coincidental events by chance. <laughs> I was interviewing a student during an exam and he asked to me, uh, do you know one odd example concerning coincidences? And I have replied, oh no, can you tell me? 
And when he showed me the example, I thought, oh my God, this is quite interesting. Let me study this a little bit. It was just by chance. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way things happen. Do you remember the story that the student told you? Uh, can you repeat your question, excuse me? This, do you remember the coincidence story that the student told you? Um, Oh, okay, so the coincidence story just uh, um, uh, was uh, uh, about uh, um, an example that Monod uh, gave uh, in his book. Uh, this example is uh, is very popular. Uh, let me say something about this example. So uh, we have a doctor, Dr. Dupont, who is going to visit a patient for the first time. In the meanwhile, Mr. Dubois is fixing a roof in the same area. And when uh, Dr. Dupont uh, comes across uh, Mr. Dubois' work site, uh, Mr. Dubois' hammer falls uh, inadvertently down and the trajectory of the hammer intersects uh, the trajectory of Dr. Dupont, who dies. This is exactly the example that the student gave me. Um, and, 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 and the two parts of this is that the doctor Dupont is going to go visit the is visiting the patient, and at the, around the same time, a hammer falls on the patient's head. Yeah. So the examples of the meeting uh, between the hammer falling down and Doctor Doctor Dupont uh, head is a coincidence, according to to Monod. He calls. Uh, Mono, I say, I mean Mono, calls these kind of intersections uh, absolute coincidences. So here we have uh, an intersection between the two independent causal lines, causal trajectories, uh, um, the, tra the trajectory of the hammer and the trajectory of the daughter, uh, uh, which meet uh, in a certain point and at the same time. And this meeting uh, is what Mono calls exactly absolute coincidence. So, so the, the doctor arrives at his patient's at the same time, at, yeah. at the same time that the hammer falls on the patient's head. Ex yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and the and the point here is that the hammer falling and the doctor coming to visit um, are independent events. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That that yes. that it come together at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. According to this example, uh, uh, it's like you you say exactly uh, like you say. Uh, and so the core of this conception, uh, this definition of, of a coincidental chance, uh, of coincidental events, is exactly the independence between the two intersecting causal lines. Uh, Mono uh, and, and, let, and, let, and let's just let's just go into this the way philosophers do it. That that the Dr. Dupont coming to see his patient has nothing to do with the with the hammer exactly. falling off the roof. Exactly. And, there is no way of connecting those two events. And that's the that's the point I want to be able to make for our listeners is that this absolute coincidence you mean by that is that that you cannot find a way in which the hammer falling and the doctor coming are related to each other. Also, there is, yes, yes. So Monod thinks that the two intersecting causal lines are completely independent. And yes. if they are completely independent, then the meeting between the, the, the two causal lines uh, is a coincidence. 
this is a, uh, not a new uh, definition of coincidence. So it comes from the French, uh, very old French tradition. In Corneau, in Antoine Agustin Corneau, we can find a very similar example. So in this example, we have a Parisian who is uh, going out uh, and... Uh, a, 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 what, a what going out? Is going uh, um, uh, to have a, a, a walk uh, okay. out Paris, and okay. he takes a train to reach uh, his destination. Uh, but the train, the train goes off the rail, and the Parisian was uh, uh, is the poor victim in this example. So we have. Uh, uh, even in this example, we have uh, two uh, intersecting causal lines uh, which are independent. That is, the partisan in the train and the train which goes off the rail. But we can find something of very similar even um, in Aquinas, in Boetius and in Jean de la Placette. Uh, so, okay, the, the idea has a very long French tradition, the idea that the coincidences are events which come from the intercession between two or more independent causal uh, chains or lines. Uh, of okay. course, we, we, we can find we're, we're, counterexamples. We're coming to the uh, end of this segment, and, uh, and okay. the, the, the examples you've given with the train and the and the hammer uh, have to do with uh, bad things happening um, at, yeah. at intersection. <laughs> they are not kind of a tragic example. They're tragic <laughs> examples. Uh, we deal with positive <laughs> ones here also. And and the, the make them the co what makes the coincidence is that they happen at the same that they the lines come together at the same time. So at the same place and the same place also also place okay. well, is very well, well, important well, well, in these kind of examples. We are listening to Connecting with Coincidence. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman on the Exxon Broadcast Network, and our guest is okay. Alessandra Mias. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. 
SIMULTV.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a SIMULTV.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about SIMULTV.com. She even spelled it out for me. SIMULTV.com, sonny boy. SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. Pathong Shamanic Art School proudly presents the Gathering of Shaman 2019 Fall Retreat, Manifestation Samhain. Join me, Certified Shamanic Instructor Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magnificent Colorado Mountains this November 2nd and 3rd for a life-changing event. Participate in unique teachings and ceremonies that will put the power and magic of shamanic manifestation into your hands. Sit in circle with like-minded individuals, sharing group energy and the power it generates. Classes will be held in a facility next to the beautiful, majestic Arkansas River, further empowering the experience. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or email touchin at findyourpathhome.com. Welcome, welcome back to CC with BB. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. We are talking with Alessandra Mias, and uh, we're talking about absolute co- absolute coincidences. And what we mean by that are two independent events that come together at the same time. And that is the basic definition of a coincidence. The two causal lines are not related uh, to each to, to each other. We can't accept that they come together at the same time. Um, my question still is when you heard that example from one of your students, Alessandra, um, how, how come it grabbed your attention so that you are spending a lot of your career studying coincidences? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so I think uh, that uh, now I can say that these. Uh, uh, this example, this, the, what happened exactly, exactly uh, is, uh, is funny. Uh, so after many years, I can say that the story I am going to tell you is quite funny, but I'm not sure I was, it was so funny when it happened. <laughs> uh, so then I, uh, when I was a high school student, uh, I pretended uh, one day, I pretended to be very sick to avoid, to escape the English class. Uh, of course, I was perfectly able to avoid the class, but the same day, in the evening, um, I have taken, taken the insane decision to go out for doing shopping in a big city close to the little town I used to live and, uh, and study. Uh, I was also pretty sure my English teacher could not be there, since uh, at that time she should have been in another city for an important conference. 
but I was very unlucky <laughs> because the conference was delayed and my teacher decided to go out for a drink with her friends in the same city I was. Uh, and very unfortunately, we bumped into each other and uh, of course my lie was easily discovered. Uh, discovered and uh, during English classes uh, I suffered for all of the year school <laughs> and it is also the reason I think uh, uh, because my English is still so bad <laughs> I apologize I speak a very Italian English but uh, it's the only one I can speak uh, but this is my fault because I, I have tried to escape English class, uh, class inventing a lie a story uh, making up a story, a fake story, and I was uh, I was discovered, and uh, my teacher uh, didn't uh, forgive me <laughs> for what I have I have uh, I have done, and uh, it was a disaster uh, for all of the year. I, I was so um, uh, every time nervous for what I uh, I did, and uh, my English. Uh, uh, is still bad. <laughs> so. Well, you're you're understandable enough, and so let's not worry about that <laughs> that too much. Um, it's when we get into when you when you um, you also intersperse uh, French in the middle of what you're talking about that gets to be a little hard to follow. My French uh, is even worse. Well, you still you still you're, you're you're quoting some French <laughs> some French authors, so and you say it in in French, so that then that gets a little hard for me to be able to follow. But that, let's let's go. So here here, young Alessandra is like uh, wants to miss her English class, <laughs> and she goes to a big city near her small town, and there runs into her teacher. Mm -hmm. Now now. Um, these, this is not to me so, so absolutely uh, uh, absolute coincidence. Uh, mm -hmm. The way the hammer uh, and the doctor arriving are absolute, in the sense those are two much much more likely independent events. But I have an idea called human GPS, human uh, human <laughs> geospatial <laughs> positioning system, that uh, somehow we uh, end up being where we need to be without knowing how we get there. And here you are um, in a big city, I mean, a good-sized town, um, and, good, and there's the teacher. Um, so I don't think it's so independent that the two of you showed up at the same place at the same time. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. So to say that uh, uh, the meeting between me and the English teacher is uh, was a coincidental event, we need more. Uh, more than uh, the independence uh, between the, the two causal chains. And also, one can say that uh, the uh, two causal lines uh, here, I mean, me going to the city to do shopping and uh, my teacher going to meet her friends uh, in the same city uh, are not so independent. Uh, maybe they are only partially independent, but not totally independent. So let, let me say something more about, uh, about this. Okay, so even, um, and also I disagree with you when you say that uh, in the Monod's example we get real absolute coincidences because uh, one can object that the independence is not real, even in this example. Uh, a judge, for example, uh, could sentence the owner of the hammer to life in prison for premeditated, premeditated murder. Uh, 
Uh, another person who is very religious, religious could say Hammer's trajectory and Dr. Dupont's uh, are not independent, uh, since God wanted to make them intersect. That is, intercession is the fruit of a divine contrivance. Very good, very good, yeah. Again, one could say that everything in the universe is related because everything is a part of a huge net and so on. So we can find many counterexamples of the reality of the independence. It's not so simple to, to define independence, but I think your question is the question concerning independence is the question uh, about coincidences. Uh, in fact, the biggest problem when we are trying to prove the possibility of an objective existence of coincidences is to prove that the independence is real. Uh, Cournot, uh, uh, who I have already quoted, uh, said, for example, that uh, some causal chains are independent of each other if they develop without having uh, the slightest influence over one another or without exerting sorry, about, uh, up, up on one another an influence which can be manifested by appreciable effects. Now, I didn't understand that. I, you're reading it, and I can tell that. And, and I, could you, like, translate that again? Uh, like, uh, just how, think, how you determine the independence of the causal events? So before starting, uh, uh, before replying to your question, I think uh, uh, what does I think I have to reply another question. What does independence mean? Good, good, good. So yeah. if uh, it means global, uh, that is, uh, uh, there is not at all a causal link between uh, the causal lines we are taking into consideration, right, 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 and the right. intersecting causal lines involved do not share at all any common cause in their past, then coincidences do not exist. Yeah. Uh, since global independence is impossible. Um, to be more clear, if to say that the two or more processes are independent of each other, we need also to say that they must not share any common cause in their past, near or far, or must not be connected by, by any causal link, direct or indirect, then independent causal lines do not exist. Trivially, the Big Bang can be, for example, a common cause in the past of the causal lines considered. Right, Big Bang right, right. can be the cause of the common cause of, of, of everything. Yeah, and so, so uh, because of the Big Bang idea, everything was at once together. And yes. so, they, so everything is linked because they started together. Exactly. Yes, but uh, differently, if uh, independence means local, then it can be admitted some indirect causal link between the causal lines we are taking into consideration. That is, it can be admitted that the causal lines are linked, but there are many intermediates between them. Uh, when I say indirect, I mean that. Or it can be admitted that the intersecting causal lines involved share some, some ancient common cause in their past. If this is the case, we can get real independence and we can talk also about something like a degree of independence. The more yeah. the intermediates, uh, the higher is the degree of independence. The more ancient is the common cause, the higher is the degree of independence. To sum more, up, the, wait, 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 wait. The, the more <laughs> ancient the, the, the dependence, the more independent they are. And what was yes. the first thing you said besides ancient? More, uh, the, the first thing, the more something they are? Um, 
besides ancient, the more independent they are? Yes, if they, uh, yes. So if the common cause is very, in the very, very past, yeah, like then the Big Bang. we can say, yes, that in some sense it's not relevant. The Big yeah. Bang is too ancient yeah. to be considered as a relevant common cause for any couple and so on of causal lines. Yeah. So that we can keep on considering the causal lines involved still independent in some yeah. sense. Okay, so ancient is one. Um, and what else helps determine indep relative independence? Yeah, yes. Yes, the independence in this case is not absolute, but uh, uh, it's uh, even a kind. It's still a kind of independence. Okay, also, I, yeah, I understand. We we have about twenty seconds left on this. So, okay. what what we're talking about here, Alessandra, is relative independence. Because what I focus on is relative dependence. Because mm -hmm. I I look for. Uh, these causal uh, lines coming together as suggesting that there may be some, something that that links them. So you're listening to the Connecting with Coincidence. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Our guest is Alessandra Milas. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light.
Yes, yes, yes. You're listening to Connecting with Coincidence. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, and we are talking with Alessandra Milas about some fundamental philosophical notions regarding coincidences. How do we think about the independence, say, of two causal lines that come together at the same time? How do we determine or think about their independence? Because that's usually the question we raise. While Alessandra, as a philosopher, is looking for relative independence, I look for relative dependence. But I have to have to look on both sides of that of that coin because they're both so important in understanding what we mean by coincidence explanation. So Alessandra, would you talk more about our ways of thinking about partial, partial independence? Okay, um, independence, uh, as you already already said, could also mean partial independence. That is, the causal lines involved share some common causes, but not all common causes. Uh, such as in the example that I have, I have given to you um, with me and my English teacher. <laughs> so concerning that, uh, I have another uh, another example, which is not mine. Uh, it uh, comes from David Owens, and I think is very interesting. So uh, okay. in this example, um, okay. um, he supposes, supposes to, to be uh, on a cruise. So that suppose that... Uh, I am okay on the on a cruise, and I am on the same cruise as my old enemy. Perhaps a full explanation of why I am on that cruise will have nothing in common with a full explanation of why he is on that cruise. But uh, this is unlikely. Uh, suppose that, uh, for example, I am cruising partially because the weather is hot and I wish to escape the, uh, to the cool sea. Uh, this may well be why he is cruising also. So there is at least one causal factor which is relevant both to my presence and to his presence on the liner. And he is on that particular boat partially because it is calling at uh, ports next to antiquities, uh, which would bore me. But uh, he, he doesn't know anything about uh, the fact that on the liner uh, there is uh, uh, a rock band, for example, a jazz band, uh, who I, I like, uh, which I like. Um, so there are, there are causal factors which are relevant to my presence, but not to his presence and vice versa. Um, so, in this example, uh, which is very simple, I think, we can see that uh, there is a kind of partially independence because uh, um, the two causal lines, me cruising and my old enemy cruising in the same boat at the same time, um, share uh, uh, at least one common cause, the fact that in the city is too hot and we both want to escape this hot weather. And uh, this is the reason because we are in the line. But why, the, would, why, would you be on, why would you be on the same boat? 
Yeah, uh, the same boat. We are probably in the same boat because uh, uh, there is only one boat, okay? Only one line. Okay, <laughs> okay suppose the line, there is only one line uh, and we are in that boat because we wanted to escape uh, the hot weather. There's another. Uh, but uh, I am also in that boat because I want to see the rock band, okay? Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he doesn't know anything about that rock band concert and he is on the boat also because he wanted to reach the opposite side of the river to go to see uh, these antiquities, okay? Oh, okay. And so uh, we are so sharing we, so some calls of fatto, but no others. And you have different reasons for being on the boat. There's another variable that that also fits, um, that brings you two together, is that both of you have uh, maybe come from the same socioeconomic group. So both mm -hmm. of you have the money yeah. to, pay, to pay for the boat ride and both of you know about it because other people in your group or you've been on it already before i absolutely agree with you so maybe there are also other reasons uh, because uh, we are both uh, in the same uh, liner for example even the fact that there is only one liner <laughs> it can be a common cause yeah. for example of the fact that we are both in the same boat and uh, not in another in another one. Um, but what, what, what about what about the idea that meeting him on the boat or seeing him on the boat can be an opportunity for the two of you to resolve the conflict between the two of you? <laughs> maybe, maybe, but he doesn't want to meet me, and also I uh, so he didn't want to meet me, and also I didn't want to meet him. But so never, nevertheless, we, we could say that fate or God or 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 maybe God wants that we meet each or, other or, because or, it that, <laughs> or that some somehow um, this yeah. is this is an opportunity. One of the things about coincidences is they present mm -hmm. opportunities to people, and opportunities which you can decide to take or not. And we get into the question of free will: is that here you are, each of you enemies um, who know each other because you're enemies uh, and you've had something happen between the two of you to make your enemies so you have a relationship that could be resolved or at least attempted to be resolved even if you didn't want to it's an opportunity there that you can decide by your ability to decide to do something about and resolve it or as you are saying we don't want to do it so we're not going to yeah, so when you say opportunities yeah. or opportunity, uh, you are using a word that in some sense is not uh, um, free from uh, um, some uh, um, epistem epistemic view, so perspectival, when I mean or perspective, perspectivist view. So Good. it's a psychological, so opportunity is a, is a psychological term in yes. some sense. Yes. So yes. here you are uh, pointing out, out the fact that maybe in coincidences there are some aspects uh, that are not only physical, but uh, there is something of psychological uh, in, uh, in coincidences that make coincidences to be coincidental events. Right, right. Um, I completely agree with you. So here, uh, for me, it's, rele it's, it's relevant the fact that 
the person who is uh, in the bot uh, is my old enemy. And so he, here, uh, um, relevance uh, and also expectations. Uh, my uh, past, my past, my personal past is very, very important uh, in order to say that the fact that I meet my old enemy in the same bot in this, at the same time is a coincidence. So we can suppose, for example, that the independence is real, uh, yeah. however we want, uh, global, local or partial, but someone can still object that not every event that comes from the intersection between independent causal lines is a coincidence. Um, I think uh, the, uh, that uh, the intersecting causal line, the, the independence is not sufficient to say that an event is a coincidence. We can. Uh, um, suppose that the independence is real, but this is not sufficient to say that the, 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 uh, that a coincidence uh, is a coincidence only because there is an independence. Okay, I think that uh, uh, coincidences are kind of hybrid objects. They are not uh, purely physical objects in some sense, metaphysically speaking. Um, I think together with another Italian scholar, uh, his name is uh, Pietro Salis from uh, University of Cagliari. Uh, he works uh, also in Sardinia, um, where I am calling uh, or replying uh, from. Uh, which, uh, do you know Sardinia? It's an Italian uh, island in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea, and we both are working on coincidences. Is it not that a coincidence? <laughs> that, that, those are those are coincidences, and they're not independent yeah. either. And I mean, yes. part of the part of the fun of this for me is uh, what we mean by coincidence. Uh, it's all the same question because the word coincidence has two different opposite meanings, which is what I love about it. Sometimes it means, as we are talking about, the two independent lines come together, some, whatever we mean by independent. And sometimes we mean that the two lines come together, and that coincidence means that those two lines are related. Sometimes a coincidence, a coincidence has both meanings, depending on who you're talking with. Yeah, I agree, completely agree with you. So when I say that uh, epistemic, epistemic aspects, that is uh, uh, um, uh, knowledge, access to information, expectations, relevance, and significance are important for coincidences, I am saying that coincidences are dependent dependent on psychological aspects on human reason in some sense okay so coincidences are independent in some sense they have uh independent is they come from better the intersection between independent causal lines but at the same time they are dependent on uh psychological aspects okay we're coming to the we're coming to the end of this and i think what we're sneaking up on uh, as you and i are talking is your concept or the concept of coincidences being a hybrid uh, mm -hmm. that, that, that that it's not just independence and that's it there's something else and that's psychological going on you are listening to connecting with your connecting with coincidence i'm your host dr bernie Beitman, md we are on the exxon broadcast network and we are talking with Alice Sandra Milas.
If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I dot net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not so secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hides can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit iconquality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. 
Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. Okay, hey, welcome back to CC with BB. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, and we are talking with Alessandra Milas, a philosophy professor in Italy and sometimes on Sardinia. And we are talking about in the independence of the intersecting events that make up a coincidence. And I like to call them the intersecting incidents that make up a coincidence. It makes the language a little cleaner to call each of the events incidents, and they are coincident. But how independent are they? And Alessandro, what I do and what human beings have been doing for a long, long time, is looking at coincidences and trying to understand where they might have a causal explanation, where something about the way the world operates is hidden in the way these two incidents come together. It's it's been in human nature to try to see how that operates. A simple example is lightning and thunder. They happen around the same time. They look like they might be independent because one's sound and one's one's light. And certainly we were able to figure out that the lightning makes the air expand rapidly and then contract, and that makes for the sound. But that took a long time to figure out. And so incidents coming together suggest there might be a causal, underlying causal explanation. It's been part of human thinking, human rational thinking for a long, long time. So why don't you comment on that and also talk about what you mean by coincidences as hybrid objects. Uh, okay, so um, together with uh, Pietro Salis, uh, uh, I think that coincidences are constituted by ontic, that is physical components, in this case the intersections between the independent causal chains, plus epistemic aspects. And both of these aspects, objective and epistemic, are essential to get coincidences. And this is exactly what I mean when I say that the coincidences are hybrid objects. Um, They are both physical and what? Epistemic. 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 For for, for our audience, define what you mean by epistemic. You are a philosopher. They don't know that word sometimes. With epistemic, uh, we mean what is related in some sense to knowledge, for example, access to information, but also expectations, relevance, significance, that is uh, uh, probably psychological aspects. Okay, the psychological and aspects, aspects and the physical yes. and the physical aspects. So yes. that's what you mean by there being a hybrid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, more precisely, uh, we start from what uh, Hart and Honoré says in uh, the book Causation in the Law. Um, and we state that the coincidental events are, metaphysically speaking, uh, hybrids uh, constituted by ontic and psychological. 
uh, aspects. Um, so, um, like Hart and Honoré, we say that the coincidences, as well as the fact that they come from the intersection of independent causal lines, are events that are very unlikely by ordinary standards. Yeah. Uh, for some reasons are significant or important, and they occur without uh, uh, any human contrivance. There is no any intentionality. So we... Oh, wait, 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 wait. There is no intentionality. Intentionality, intention. Maybe so well, when I, mm, uh, I for example, uh, when I went uh, to do shopping to the city near to my little town, um, I didn't uh, uh, want to meet my teacher. <laughs> I, well, you, I wasn't. You, you had an intention. Yeah, I had the intention to go to to the city no, to you, do shopping. You had, had an intention, in but regard, my intention, in, in, my intention in, was very different from the intention that my teacher had. No, in the so, in, you you had you had an intention not to see your teacher. Yeah, I, I had the intention not to see my teacher, and also my teacher. I call that an intention. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I had no. Uh, I didn't see. I don't think that that, that uh, I didn't have uh, intentions at all, but. Uh, my intentions were completely different from my teacher's intentions, or yeah. maybe so. Uh, um, I didn't go, uh, so I went to, to that city not to see my teacher, no, <laughs> okay? Not, and also not. my teacher went to the same city not to see myself, but to, to visit, uh, to see, to meet her friends, okay? So in this case, this is, for example, a case uh, in which uh, uh, there is not, uh, there was not any human contrivance in this sense. Okay. Uh, in this way, we point out the insufficiency of a pure objectivist view of a coincidence as, and of a purely uh, psychological approach. So we, when we speak about uh, uh, coincidences on uh, in incidences. Um, we uh, speak about, we talk about something uh, which is not a simple object. <laughs> so we have uh, uh, in play two different aspects, physical ones, and especially one physical aspect, the intersection between the causal lines and the many psychological, psychological aspects, okay? Such yeah. as, I have already said, the significance, uh, um, the event must be unlikely, uh, and so on. So in some sense, uh, um, uh, coincidences are uh, mind-dependent, mind-dependent, okay? Yeah, that very, de very definitely <laughs> mind dependent. Um, yes. The, 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 what you've added, uh, just for clarity, is that they have to have, be unlikely, uh, or have a, another way of saying it: they have to have a low mm -hmm. probability. Um, and that's yeah. part. That's part of the definition. Part of the problem uh, I run into something with statisticians is what is low enough probability? What What do we mean by yeah. unlikely? Uh, yeah. And that. That becomes 
that becomes subjective because uh, there's research from England that suggests people are pretty consistent. Uh, subjects in, uh, in studying uh, coincidences are pretty consistent in defining uh, what they mean by low probability. They will agree that a certain yeah. event is low probability. So human beings have that capacity, even if it's hard to put a number on it, they have a sense for that. So low probability, there's a psychological aspect to it, many psychological aspects of well as the physical of coming together of the two events in the real in the physical world yeah also i agree with you so here when i say unlikely i mean uh, um, subjective uh, probabilities okay, not, subjective, uh, yeah. objective uh, probabilities yeah. because there is a part of uh, uh, the literature, uh, especially, especially philosophical literature, and the philosophers and the mathematicians also um, think uh, uh, a part of, uh, of this community think that uh, we can uh, talk about objective probabilities. But when I say unlikely, I think something uh, about uh, subjective probabilities. Very good. I think that's an important point. Um, yeah. I agree with you. It's an important point. So um, at the end of the day, I can say that the meeting between me and my English teacher was a coincidental event coming from the intersection of two partial <laughs> independent causal lines, me going to do shopping in the city and the teacher going to meet her friends in the same city. But that independence was not sufficient. Now, we, we only have a, about two minutes left, and I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to change the subject right now because you're spending, and your colleague is spending a lot of time and thought <laughs> on, studying, on studying coincidences in this way. Why are you doing this? Okay. What's your, what is your intention? Uh, the question is, no, this question is not very simple uh, because I like it. <laughs> there is not any reason, uh, no other, uh, other particular reason. No, so I really want to understand what coincidences are because I love it. There are not uh, other uh, particular reasons. Now that, 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 that's, <laughs> that, that is a really good answer because I, that's why I do it uh, in part. Um, but it's a, what you're doing it as, is as a philosopher. As a philosopher, you're trying to understand coincidences because you like to. And yeah. I'm, we're not going to have time for this, but there are, uh, there are many more people in the world who love coincidences, uh, who, who are studying them in their own way. And I am one of them, and you are another. And there are people in England uh, who are studying um, uh, coincidences because they're practical. They have... They, yeah. They are ways of discovering reality. Philosophers are not that practical for the most part. These are psychologists trying to be able to see that these are normal ways of thinking. But they have spent a lot of time on coincidences, too, because they find them interesting. They're drawn into them. And I'm trying to be able to collect the names and feelings of people who are studying this this subject because together we can put together pieces of how coincidences operate in the world. I think this is the, an amazing, uh, an amazing uh, work. So the job you are doing uh, is amazing. <laughs> I think so.
This is great. It's it's, uh, it's great to uh, to try to connect all of the people working on this topic uh, together, and uh, I'm very glad uh, to be part of this. In some sense, uh, um, even for a little bit, uh, a part of this project. You are part of it, and the Serendipity Society is one place where it's happening. So we've come to the end of this program. Uh, we are we have spoken with Alessandra Milas uh, about coincidences. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network. Mm-hmm.